Alright, kids. Welcome to po- welcome to the podcast, Everyday Nerds. Welcome podcast. Welcome podcast. Ugh. English hard. Even me, I'm English. Of course, I think it for most people in this world, in in in, in England, <laughs> in America, English is hard. If you hear them speak, I'm just retarded. But anyways, that one. right? Anyways, and I'm I'm Global Outcast, and that is my co-host, the Anime Shogun, the one and only. And today we're going to be finishing up our little uh, Hobbit trilogy with the Battle of the Five, Mo- Five Armies, which... The Battle battle of the Five Mountains. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> All right, let's start battle it off. Five Mountains. Let's what? start it off. What are your two favorite parts? Uh, favorite parts. Let's see. Well, the first one is when the Iron Foot Soldiers show up. Yep, they're, all of them are riding on... Uh, riding, most of them are riding on no, fucking... Uh, cavalry that were riding, riding on the hogs. Nope, only the generals riding on the hogs. The uh, the rest of them were riding on goats. Yes, that's right. But the cavalry were on the goats, generals were on the hogs, and Dane shown up. And the first thing he sits there and he just instantly starts running his mouth to the elves. Like, do you mind if we just starting off? You pointy-eared princess! Oh, I fucking live Billy Connolly as him. But not only that, but at the same time, him sitting there talking shit to Gandalf about Thandril and sitting there saying, let's pretty the ground with this elven blood. Yep. Just the amount of shit talking he does. And just you can fucking just feel the confidence off of him. Yeah. That or uh, I don't care for Orlando Bloom. I liked him as Legolas in The Lord of the Rings, but him in fucking in The Hobbits, I did not care for. It felt I, kind of CGI. I don't even think he was in the original book series of like with Legolas. As Legolas. No, we said that on the last episode where we talked about that. Yep, yep, yep. But I would say my other favorite moment is literally when they are. Uh, where Thrain and the two brothers and the one bald dwarf are literally taking goats up to the mountain. Yep. Up to, what is it, Raven Tower? I think so. But taking up to Raven Tower, and you just see them, and the one bald guy just fucking throwing hands. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. My two favorite ones. The first one you might be a little proud is when what's uh, the White Wizard and Elrond comes in to save Gandalf, and Elrond just looks at him. You should have stayed dead. Oh yeah, when they're at uh, yep, they're at the Necromancy Tower, not the tower, but there there was a certain name for it, but I do not recall it. But yes, the, uh, what's her name? The one elven queen shows up. Thank you, Galadriel. She shows up, and she just starts mopping the floor with them. Uh, That Elrond shows up, and 
you don't fuck with him as a swordsman. Yeah, that would be my third one. And then Saruman with a fucking staff. Come on. I'm sitting there. Old man's got fucking talent. I'm sitting there. I'm like, motherfucker, that is my first favorite one. That is my first favorite moment right there. Because you, you, you just see those two beating ass and taking names. Then Galadriel comes in. And I'm sitting like, do not piss that lady off. Holy shit. Right? Yeah, that was my favorite part. That was no, that would be my second favorite part right there. Is when Elrond and Saruman show up and they are just mopping the floor with the ring race. Like, come on, you're fucking like you're you're ghosts. Let's fucking these ghosts are gonna catch these hands. Let's go. You my favorite line from that one is you should have stayed dead. With Elrond. Oh yeah. my god, that just I uh. think I think Elrond knew who it was in general. Not like he knows who the ring race are. They're the nine generals essentially to Sauron. Yep. But I think he knew automatically who was the, the necromancer. And I think that's why he said that. Yep. Yep. And my second favorite part is after the uh, 13 dwarves come out. After. No, no. My second favorite part is when you see uh, Thorin start to regain his senses and you see him battling with himself in that floor full of gold and you just see him oh yeah when he was de dealing with the dragon's curse yep. i gotcha yep i loved that scene because you just you, you could see him all of it and just fighting himself and that was a really good moment yeah that really kind of showed you the struggle with that too Yep. But, like, for me, so going into depth on the very first moment was my favorite, is when Thorin's literally sitting there and he's contemplating on, should I give up or should I literally start a fucking war? And he's literally just kind of waiting to see if his, his cousin or his nephew or, or, no, not his nephew, his uncle, because they're all related somehow. I think, those are, I think that was his cousin that showed up. Yeah, I believe it's his cousin. But he's literally waiting, and you just see the raven land right next to him. He looks up, and you start to see the foot soldiers show up. And the moment that raven landed, and he instantly knew Gandalf, you could tell Gandalf's reaction was, oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah, my fit, well, I like that moment when he, uh, he was talking to Bilbo about him. Honestly, I found Thorin, and the two, out of the two, I found Thorin more reasonable. I'm like, that's not good. Especially from the we've seen in the last couple movies. That's not good. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Dane was not a strict ruler, but he's not somebody who could be reasoned with. Yeah. I think my third one, or an honorable mention, would have to be after the those dwarves come out of the mountain and they're whooping ass, and you just see the fat one just start belly bouncing every, everyone he's just literally fucking belly bouncing all of them fucking yeah and you have yeah. one and you have one motherfucker who's hard-headed and you just see him connect with one orc one. <laughs> with the... that's the that's the bald one that literally looks like he's he's <coughs> angry all the time he's got the tattoos on his head he's literally headbutting everybody and you just see him he uh, headbutting fighting with one of them and you see the two other dwarves is all like quick give him back up yeah <laughs> and they pushed the one yeah. orc off the cliff 
Uh, then you have uh, then you have uh, the moment where the dude with the funny hat, I like him, stole a stole a mount from the orcs. That oh, that, yeah. that thing with the chain in his eyes, and that's how they controlled it. Also, stole it from them. I'm like fucking beautiful. The other part that I think I would like is literally when the fucking werebear is being dropped by the eagles. Oh yeah, he just fucking mid mid like mid free falling, and he start the transform. He lands and he just starts mopping the floor with the orcs. Yep, that old man, and also that old the old man dwarf who he wanted to go out, but he survived. Oh yeah, I'm sitting there like motherfucker is going out like a fucking trooper. How the fuck did he survive? Wasn't that Balin? I think so. I never I think got he was all like the, the key of knowledge. I believe that was Balin. Yeah, I I, I don't remember all their names. <laughs> then the twins. Well, Balin is the one. If 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 you're referring to the old guy, Balin is the one that told Frodo or not Frodo, but uh, Bilbo he needs to leave. Yeah. That I believe is Balin. Excuse me. I don't remember all their names. I do know the twins died, so that sucked. Well, yeah, one of them got stabbed in the chest, and the other one, I, they both got stabbed, I believe, because one, he was looking for his brother because he knew it was a trap. He was looking for his brother. The white orc, I think, pierced him with the sword hand he's got. Yep. And uh, the one brother who was in love with uh, the elf. Liv Tyler's character. Or not Liv Tyler's, but what's her name? I don't remember. I just. Yeah, I, I she's familiar. I forgot what her. It's not Aowen, but it's, it's it's another name. I forgot. But the one dwarf that was in love with the elf basically saw his brother die. And then he goes to try to fight the one orc that was fighting Legolas. Because that orc was going to kill the elven chick, and he ends up getting stabbed with the fucking pointy mace. That part kind of pissed me off. Yep. Then she's all, like, knocked out, and the whole love kind of thing kind of annoyed the hell out of me a little bit. And then... The one thing I did like, and I thought this was kind of a very, very good redeeming for movie-wise. I thought it was a very good reference point and a very good kind of uh, uh, moment was after all the fighting, and I believe it's sometime before after uh, Thanduril talks to the elven lady, and he's kind of starting, I think, to realize he was twisted and wicked, and he realizes, no, that wasn't right. Yep. When he finally turned around and told her, no, it's love, and it's it's okay for you to love him. That was... Which is... Yeah, that was, that was after he talked to Legolas about what you're going to talk about. Right, I was going to get to that point, but my point was, the thing I really liked and I thought was redeeming was that Thanduril knew of Aragorn and told Legolas to go seek him out. Yeah. And I, he's like, what's his name? And he's like, you will have to figure that out by yourself. Yep. He I, goes by Strider. Yep. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. That was going to be another one of those uh, honorable mentions where she talked about, and she goes, if this is love, take it away from me. 
I do not want, I do not wish for it. I'm like, that is a fucking sad moment. But that moment where you see the lines connecting uh, everywhere in the Hobbit universe when he goes, seek Strider out. What's his name? Yeah, is that what's what's his name? That is something you have to discover for yourself. And I'm all like, that is a fucking beautiful moment right there, too. Motherfucker. Right. It was just awesome. All right, so what's your, what would you label this movie out of five? Action-wise, like with all the fighting and everything, I would definitely go out of five. Like the action, it felt more good. Well, I shouldn't say more good because that just sounds like I'm hee <laughs> But I don't know. It felt like it had more action to it. It felt like it did uh, introduce things that they never introduced that should have been introduced. Like um, the the worms that were tunneling. Yep. It kind of gives you a little bit of insight into there are other creatures and other beings in Middle Earth that the Lord of the Rings does not cover. Oh, yeah. That the Hobbit somewhat started to cover. And if they make more Lord of the Rings franchises, like movies, whatever, God hopefully we'll see more. But action-wise, I would definitely go 4, 4.5 out of 5. Story-wise, probably a solid 3.5 out of 5. Like, the story was good. I know some people that are really into the books and really into the lore are probably going to disagree with that, and that's all right. I felt as a standalone movie, action-wise and story-wise, 3.5, 4.5 out of 5. I would kind of have to agree with you. 3.5 uh, for the whole for the whole story. 4.5 for the action. I would kind of have to agree with you on that aspect. Okay, you say kind of have to, so what are you disagreeing with? <clears throat> I don't know. That's the weird part. But I'd have to kind of agree with you on that part just because it felt like a better conclusion. And then I think the only part is I don't, I wish they don't uh, do more Lord of the Rings franchises just because of how ev I know everything goes with uh, Hollywood. They will try instead, because what, from my understanding, what Peter Jackson did is he didn't try to make it his own. He honored the source material and tried his best to do it that way. Whereas Rings of Power did it. Right, but we're not talking Rings of Power right no, now. No, no. And so that's I want Hollywood to do more because there's a guy I work with. I won't name his name for for safety reasons. Shout out to him. Me and him had this conversation. Huh? Said so shout out to him though. Well he, he okay, I'm gonna say this because he's a big nerd like us. Yep. And I know he sh he follows us. Shout out to my buddy at work. Thank you for helping us out with the follow. Um, that being said, I do agree with something he had brought to me with, with something like The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. The Hobbit was not all that great. It was great in the sense of in a standalone three-part movie or three movies. Mm -hmm. Sure, it was good. But the thing that it was lackluster is... There was not a lot of lore. There was it was basically just them walking to a mountain, and there were some battles here and there. 
it was fine. But I think, and I and I see where you're coming from. But in that sense, Hollywood needs to make more, and they need to start following more close to the source material. We need to have more of the the folklore or the lore in the background of, in the sense of like, we need to have a Lord of the Rings where we introduce Morgoth. Yeah. Sauron's master. We need to see like, you know, Reigns of Power, I do not think did Lord of the Rings justice. I haven't watched it yet. That'll probably be something I watch for background noise. But that is just something that has piqued my, you know, that that is something that a buddy of mine had brought up. There was not a lot of lore behind The Hobbit, and there needed to be more. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that, but I don't think they will. I wish they would. What couple Hollywood moments... won't, right. Yeah. Hollywood won't, and that sense, like, I, but I think you should have probably worded that. Because them fighting words by sitting there saying, wishing Hollywood doesn't... I get where you're coming from. I, I fully agree that Hollywood will always ruin... But you can't sit there and say that that's a for sure thing, too, because Hollywood does tend to make some good movies that do follow close to the source materials. There have been some. There has been some. I will say that. We can fight on this tomorrow. Few and far between. But I would love love to see something similar to The Hobbit somewhere else in Middle-Earth learning more about Middle-Earth. Hell, even do something with the Similarian, which would be amazing. Talking about the uh, their god, the angels, and all that stuff, and learning about the first about... age war, learning about Morgoth. Okay, so yeah, I. That being said, I don't know that there were. I don't think there was a lot of lore for gods and that stuff and angels. I wouldn't want that. But I would sit there and say I would like to see them do a little bit more lore of Morgoth. How Mordor was. Literally the first age, the second age, fucking the third age, you know. I would like to see all of that. Because look at uh, uh, Shadow of of Mordor and Shadow of War. Yeah. The Lord of the Ring game. That gives you a little bit of an insight with Sauron and how the rings were made. Yep. And I don't know if Rings of Power kind of goes with that sense, too, in that same sense. But I want to see the Ringmaker. I want to see the story, because they talk about it in the Lord of the Rings, of literally all the Rings of Power being made. Yeah. But there had to, there was time before that. There was a time. I would like to see, shit, give me a solo movie of the Numenorian Age. Ooh, that'd be nice. Of the island of Numenor. What about a solo Aragorn movie of him growing up? That's well. That's what I'm saying by the Numenorian age because okay. he is a descendant of the Numenorians. Yeah, I thought when you said Numenorian age, I thought you were talking about like Numenorians in their heyday. Well, that too. I would literally want a solo movie of the Numenorians and how they defeated Sauron. Yeah, or not Sauron, but Morgoth, because they Sauron hates the Numenorians. Yeah. And I do not remember, but there is lore and there is a story behind that. And I believe they had something to do with the fall of, of Morgoth. I'll have to re-listen to the audiobook on Similarian because that's what I have right now. But I would want to do that. I don't know I would want to see like an Aragorn 
origin story essentially i don't know that's like aragorn's my guy but at the same time i don't know it would have to really depend on if how they would do it and if they did it right i would have to go back into the lore and find his more like his origin story how he grew up and all that find the source material of that i could turn around and tell you yes or no i'm not sure i like the mystery behind him but as you say that does bring up a good point and a good thing to bring up too and like i said i'm not a hundred percent on that i would have to go by the uh by the source material understandably understandably what are well, you bring you bring up a good point though i will I say do. that you bring up a good point yeah and it's just i love this when it comes to books or things i love i love keeping a close eye on it especially with the source material because i want i understand you can't do it eye for eye with everything because it'll a either be boring as fuck the entire way through until you get to the end or b it'll be too too long so I understand you have to change some things, cut them, cut some things out, but at least honor the source material in one way or another. Right. Don't make it your own. Don't be like, we got, we know better than you. You, you, you're the creator of this universe, but we know better. And it just bugs me when they do shit like that, especially in the Lord of the Rings that's been around forever, and it shows that the fans will respond with the Lord of the Rings if you fuck up a franchise that is so precious to all of us, to pretty much any nerd. Right. Like I said, you bring up a fair point. You bring up a good point. I think I'm just scared. They'll fuck it up again. Because <laughs> I don't want them to fuck it up. Give it a few years, they'll try to re redo the Lord of the Rings and fuck it up that way, which would get the nerds up in arms again. We're look at how how everything is going up to this point now. I almost guarantee. Look at how they did the Flash movie. The Flash movie was not great. No. That new one that they did. No. But we'll save that for an episode, my guy. Yeah. Ooh, fun fact about this one. Um, Peter Jackson hates uh, Henry Wein uh, Harry Weinstein so much he made it, he he made an orc in his likeness. He's the one, the dude that got. He's the he's the dude that got caught. Uh, black couch, black couching. Uh, any actors or actresses that wanted to be famous. What the hell is black couching? Uh, if you want the part, suck my dick. Oh. Or if you want this part, sleep with me. I have the power. You will do whatever I say. Type of thing. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Cause wasn't there a guy that did the same thing on like, for Nickelodeon stars? Like the girls on Nickelodeon? Oh, uh, yeah, Dan Schneider, from my understanding, he, uh, yeah, from my understanding, he was a creeper. But, yeah, yeah, he made a like, uh, Terry, uh, Peter Jackson made a likeness in him, which I found hysterical. Nice. Yeah. I am excited for eventually when we watch Lord of the Rings, because I get to see Gimli, my boy. Yeah, I will bring up this now when we do get to Lord of the Rings. I'm calling dibs on the fucking kill counts they're doing. <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking love that. Oh, all right. Then I call on uh, right before the battle of right before the battle in the second one. When like, would you like a box? I can't see anything. Would you like a box? 
the Fine. stand up. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one because the scene I'm going to take is when you say that one. The scene I'm taking is in the extended version. The orc Gimli is sitting on an orc, and it is, or sorry, an Urukai, and he is twitching, and Legolas shoots it, and he says a number. He's like, "Yeah, he's twitching because he's got my, my axe in his skull." Him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. If only if I get to have the part where uh, Legolas slides down the stairs on a shield like it's a fucking surfboard. Okay, done. That is by far one of my favorite moments. Done. <laughs> ah, Lord of the Rings brings out the best in everyone. It's something we can all nerd about. It is. It really is. We still got five minutes, folks. So, uh, one question I want to ask all the viewers that are listening, uh, either on YouTube or anything like that, that has a comment selection. Tell us your favorite moments. How you rate the Lord, how you rate the Hobbit movies, not the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit series. Yeah, we kind of nerded out about Lord of the Rings a little too much there. Hey, I can name, I can name this pot, I can name this episode Lord of the Rings and and Lord of the Ring and Lord of the Rings lore or something. Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings lore and and <laughs> and and <laughs> I can name, I'll, I'll name it, I'll name it something Lord of the Rings and lore or some shit like that. <laughs> This is the Hobbit, how it should have had more lore to it, and yeah. But no, Battle <laughs> of Five Armies, again, as a solo thing, I thought it was good for kind of a prequel to Lord of the Rings. There should have been more lore to it. There should have been more lore. There should have been more build-up to the lore, yes. Like them sitting around a campfire talking about stuff in the No, no, I'm going to stop you there. That's where I'm going to argue. Ooh. No, I don't want a build-up to lore. I mean, there has, there should have been more lore to it. There were so many locations where they could have gotten a little more in-depth with the lore. The thing that a buddy of mine and I am going to point out is the whole Gandalf and the fucking moth. His mouth moth is what it's called. Hmm. Did not take place in the books. Really? In the books, literally the eagles were flying around. They saw the fighting and they came in to help. Gandalf did not fucking summon them with a mouth moth. <laughs> that should not have been in the movie. I'm sorry. I like Gandalf and I know he's an OP wizard. But literally given this facade and this fake story of he can control the eagles and summon the eagles, no. The only people that probably have close relation to the eagles are the elves because of the fact that they live in the woods. You know? Because I rem I know that there was a something, I remember reading it somewhere, and I know it's in the game, in one of the games I was playing too. The elves had the power to summon an eagle. Huh. And that was in one of my games. Yeah. Other than that, nobody could control the eagles, not any fucking wizards. None of that. So on that, I'm going to argue that should not have been in the movies at all. Him summoning the eagles. Even in Lord of the Rings, he should not have summoned the eagle with a fucking mouth moth. Understandably. And so I... they needed to do more. That's why I mean by they need to do more lore behind these movies, too. Yeah. So that way they can get the proper thing going and everything like that. I can, I can understand and respect that. Right. Shout out to my buddy at work because he is the one who brought it to my attention and that's something I felt like I was going to need to argue on our podcast yep. is the whole they need more lore because Gandalf using a fucking mouth moth 
anybody who's listening, if you're watching any of the Lord of the Rings, go ahead and go on Twitter. Do hashtag Lord of the Rings, hashtag the Hobbit, hashtag Mouth Moth. (laughs) But that being said, that is the biggest thing I will argue is that never happened in the books. The Eagles were flying over, saw the fighting and decided to help out. He did not summon them. They, that, that just angers me. I could feel my blood fucking boiling already. I expect you to pull pull a me moment and do all sorts of uh, fun fact moments for the Lord of the Rings movies when we do those eventually. I will. I will because I'm definitely going to be rereading and definitely looking up more of the lore because I have two of the books. I have the three books on audiobook. I don't have an audio book because I'm not a fucking loser. I like I to listen to it two... at work. Eat me. Well, I don't. I can't listen to shit at work. So you could suck my balls. Because you're that a noob. That being said, <laughs> I actually don't feel like getting written up because if I get written up, I'm just gonna turn around and tell them they could suck my balls too. But <laughs> point is, I don't listen to audiobooks. I have the hard copies of the last two books. Mm-hmm. Of Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Return of the King. I do not have The Fellowship. (coughs) I will be trying to find the book of The Fellowship. Okay. So I can get caught up on stuff like that. That being said, though, because we've got a minute left before you can suck my balls, too. Ooh. um, Yes, I do want to bring up the whole, they need to do a better job with the lore behind this stuff. They do. I will say that. Yeah, they do. They really, really do. Alright, folks. It has been fun. But, in the end, it's time for you guys to leave and go do something else because... Hey, will you shut the fuck up and hurry up and end this shit already? Fine, be that way.